Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. Hello there, my listeners. How are you today? This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. I change my tagline a lot, don't I, when I come in? Instead of saying hello, you know, how are you, and things like that. But it is good to be back. It's a new week. It's uh, February. And uh, we are, uh, right now in Key Largo, it's about 73 degrees and there's a thunderstorm going on. And on the East Coast, uh, you guys are experiencing a, uh, well, right now, at this time of a recording, there is a snowstorm. And the... uh, Whoa, I did not mean to do that. What's going on? The music's playing. My phone just started playing like crazy. I think that my, I think the wifey did that. I'm going to turn that off and pause that. Maybe I'll just turn, wait. Okay, I don't know why it was playing. But the intricacies of technology. I'm always amazed at. I'm always amazed. You know, the singularity is approaching. That's when an all-powerful AI, I don't know if that's the right description, but it's when artificial intelligence reaches a certain level that uh, we're not going to be able to control it. And there's already uh, programs that learn on their own that software the developers can't figure out how they learned what they learned. So that's kind of scary. Even though they say uh, the recent stories that came out says that if one super intelligence establishes itself in artificial intelligence and that and it's the game over, there's no way to set restrictive algorithms to keep it from continuing on its own. So I guess the, think of it as uh, an adult showing up at a kindergarten party that is unsupervised. What do you think? That That's what super intelligence, now, what kind of adult shows up that is the question when it comes to superintelligence. I don't know how uh, I start. I wasn't even thinking about that before I started the show. I was going to talk about uh, Facebook and how I'm trying just give away a nice little kid's desk that a kid could use. And people, you know, I, I wanted to talk about that. But I, since we're on that subject, that's where my mind went. We'll talk about that. So... If superintelligence were to pop up one of these days and 
it could be at any moment, really, if you think about it. If there are machines that are learning on their own, at what point does it learn and start learning on its own and just become conscious or super intelligent? And how would it appear? How would it react? How would it be contained? I mean, in, in we, everyone talks about it. They worry. Their assumption is if a super intelligence shows up, we're going to treat, we'll, we'll be treated like uh, insects. Or like an adult showing up at an out-of-control kindergarten party. You ever try to talk to one of your friends that is involved in a conspiracy theory and they're certain of the, and you know, I could be, this could be conspiracy. There's a, I mean, there's a remote possibility that computers can, cannot become self-aware. A remote possibility. But I, I know how big the universe is and to say something could never happen is a fool's errand. Because I always thought when, in 2016, no way Donald Trump would ever be elected. And then here we are, 2021, and the guy's claiming he has, uh, he, he set up his office of the former president, which is not such a thing. I guess it is a thing because he says it is, but it's not recognized anywhere. Um, that I never thought that would happen. So I'm just postulating once super intelligence shows up, how would, I mean, people react? Is it going to be like the Terminator or will it be more benevolent? Who knows? I mean, would they, we are the progenitors of it. So would, would that be, would they look upon us like a, parent with a child or think of humans you know how how some some people how how do some people treat their children there's some people that you know if they're not satisfied with the development of their child they'll just say well they'll just cut them loose you know, we got the family destroyers and stuff like that. Would AI be like that? Who knows? That's kind of depressing. On a depressing day because we got a, we got thunderstorms. We haven't had thunderstorms in a while. My little dog, Roxy, is sitting right under my feet. She's all nervous. She, like many dogs, she doesn't like that. So I treat her like a princess. You know, I take care of her. I hope that. I hope that's the way. Um, AI would, you know, be treated like that, would treat us that way, if that were the case. But, you know, the way I view it, how are they, how could they screw up the world worse than we did? Maybe they'll kind of say, you know, who, who knows? But when anything gains some kind of awareness, what's their first reaction? It's the survival. So, Maybe if you don't try to turn it off, 
or don't give the intention that you're going to try to turn it off and you're going to try to nurture it and say, listen, you know, I understood this could happen and it happened. So let it be. I'm not going to fret over it too much. i got a lot of other things to do about But I've just been reading a lot of stories about there. It seems like some people are really concerned about it. Uh, right now, let me take a look. I'm going to look out my window. I see some, I hear some things going on. I see some doors opening and closing and things like that. But I am somewhat mobile. Let's see. Let's see what we got going over here. I have... Oh, it must be the next-door neighbors. I don't see it. It's raining. And the, it's thundering. 73. It's so, supposedly on uh, Wednesday, we're going to be looking at temperatures in the upper 40s, which is very extreme for down here. There'll be a lot of falling at once. It'll be... You remember the song by the Weather Girls? The, I think it was the Weather Girls. The weather, yeah, the Weather Girls, the Weather Ladies. It's raining, man. It'll be raining iguanas on Wednesday down here because they're cold-blooded. And when the temperature goes down, uh, they go dormant, just like crocodiles. Manatees, not so much. They're warm-blooded. Manatees aren't going to do Hopefully, the water will be warm enough to sustain them. It won't be. That cold snap will be short-lived, and manatees won't be under distress. But they don't do too well for the cold weather. Wow, I'm going to find my back my way back to the topic I wanted to talk about. Facebook. I've been using it a lot lately. I use it for my side businesses. And I use it to disperse items that I really don't need anymore. I don't like throwing things out, like destroying them when we t- we, we've taken care of them so, so well. So in this instance, I had a child's desk. My daughter's desk she had since she was five years old. And it's in good shape. And I just wanted to give it to someone that may need it for their child. Because a lot of people are, there's a lot more people doing homeschooling. And it would, it would seem like there would be a need for it right now. So what I do is I go in the marketplace, and a lot of people probably know that. And I just post it, and I say, free. This is free. And I post where you can pick it up. Now, when you do something like that, you think, well, someone will just drive by and pick it up. But what I start getting is, hi, I get requests. Now that, I'm, I'm set aside. I, before, I had uh, a crib and other items that was given away for other, another business I had. I was renting baby furniture to vacationers. And uh, if you recall, it was for... I I used equipment for his company called Keys Baby Rentals. And the tagline was, we don't rent babies. And I thought that was kind of cute. But when I put out the equipment, I figured someone that needs it will come and get it. And I had a little soft spot. I had a co-worker who had a young baby. A young baby. Had a baby. All babies are young, right? Kind of redundant to say that. So... She asks, he says, oh, well, could you deliver it? And I go, okay, I'm going to give you it, and I'm going to deliver it, and I'm going to set it up. Okay, I'll do that. It was a four co-worker, so I, I did that for her. The other cribs and stuff like that, I had people calling, and they weren't for them. They were for someone else, but they said, could you deliver it? And let me remind you, it was free. I wanted to give it away. And... uh 
you know, I asked him I, uh, the, for the baby one. I said, well, how old's your baby? Doesn't your baby have a crib already? Oh, it's not for me. I think it turned out it was for someone that wanted to have it so they could probably sell it. And they, they wanted me to deliver it, too. I thought that was funny. And this is what happens with the people. They start asking questions. Is it still available? It says free. Well, you know, if you know, if something's free and it's on the curb, the way you know it's available is you go to the location that's provided and you look and you see if it's available. Isn't that a novel idea? I just don't get it. I don't get it when people ask those things. Yeah, yeah, you're doing something nice, but, you know, I'd like you to do something a little extra nice for me. So, yes, I like to give away stuff when I have it. And uh, I also recently purchased another car, and I'm trying to get rid of the old car. And I lope. There's multiple things that need to be done in the car. It runs. It, it's it'll it'll go wherever they people they want it. It's just certain things that need to be fixed on it to make it uh, terribly like the whole dashboard. Uh, the, it's called the instrument cluster and if you ever have an instrument cluster going on an automobile that's the items that control the instruments so you have your rpms you have the miles per hour you have everything there it's just out you don't even see the odometer reading so you're driving down a road you have no idea how fast the car is going. I was using my phone for uh, a couple weeks. I used to go to um, Google Maps and you get a direction. You set the direction and we give you your speed. Yeah, I put that up there. And, it was just, uh, and I, then I downloaded a, uh, a GPS um, odometer or speedometer. And it would give me a speed. It would read out big. So at least I'd have that. And I know which, you know, how much, so I'm not speeding all the time. But what I thought was amazing is that I started getting a feel in a matter of like four or five weeks. I got the feel for how fast 25 miles per hour was, 35 miles an hour, 45 and 50, which is important. You know, you don't want to be driving down the street in a school zone and well, um, going too fast because that's a big time ticket. And what I would do is follow the slowest car. The slowest car in the group. And down in the Keys, it was rarely at any time. If I was driving myself and there was no one else driving to a school zone when it was schools, I would just pull over and bring up an odometer and make sure I'm going under 15 miles an hour or whatever the set speed was for that. It's funny that way. I'm funny that way. So it's February 1st and we're in that a non-sweet spot of post-Christmas, pre-peak season. And is it juxtaposed in there is Super Bowl, and then a week later is Valentine's Day. And it's almost a perfect storm. At least in my family, I had, I'm trying to get qualifications for some other things that I do in my side businesses. So I was getting certified by national organization for 
uh, doing some more in-depth notary, notary work. And I think I have to update my exercise uh, education for spinning. Yeah. What kind of education do you do? You know, spin your, spin your feet forward in a clockwise manner. Yeah. Okay. No, no, there's more things. There's things about doing heart rate and tension building and strength building exercises and stuff like that. It's not that in-depth. But you know what? Maybe my knowledge isn't generally known as in-depth in that or medical or scientific, but it is varied. The notary stuff, I was, I was studying all this stuff about uh, documentation and what you need for uh, a HUD loan application or what type of identification and how you can take a verified identification for uh, a loan application. So that that's when I have that. And I don't know how I got away from that subject. So I was busy with, I'm busy doing that. I have my follow-up um, second COVID vaccine coming up on the 9th. And I got to find out when, you know, when that's going to be because I work part-time at the hospital as that exercise instructor. And they gave me, you know, gave me the opportunity to get shot. And I said, I take it. It was good. I, you know, you work in a hospital employee. I thought it was like in the, uh, you know, there's one A, one B. I thought it was in group three, three, Z, one of the last groups, because I wasn't old enough to be an older American, and not definitely don't. I don't have any, even though I had the surgery. I'm not going through chemo or anything like that, so there's no. I don't have a underlying condition, but they gave, they offered a shot, and I figure since I'm a bartender, I better better get it at least for the sake of my family. So I got that coming up. So I have that training. Selling my vehicles. I got my job at the restaurant, which I want to talk about that in a moment. And uh, I purchased a car and I got to go up there and get a dent fixed because it was a used car. And I, as part of the deal, I told him I want to get the dent fixed in the car. It, it was one of the deal leaders on this car or something like that. I think they were going to do a switch to keep the car there. But otherwise, it was a perfect car. And it was dent in a bumper. And dent in a bumper is like a... $800, $900 thing. And I said, you know, just fix the bumper. It's an indentation there. And they, they gave me a, a an IOU for the dent. So I'm going to go and take that up on Wednesday. So all this has happened. And as it comes to tourists this time of year, over the 14 years, I noticed when Super Bowl week comes up, a lot of people decide not to go on vacation. Because... Sunday is a big get-together for a lot of people in a lot of different neighborhoods in a lot of different parts of the United States. And even though not everyone likes football and not everyone likes the NFL anymore because they have a problem with the protest that, you know, someone's kneeling. And, but they didn't have a problem with, they, you know, those same people don't have a problem with people storming the Capitol and killing a police officer. But... Uh, they do have a problem with that. They will show up at a Super Bowl party. They will show up. People that don't watch football will watch football on Super Bowl Sunday. It's just a 
one of those things and people get together for it and they don't have a party. So we don't have a lot of travelers, at least U.S. travelers. Now, I did notice some a couple foreigners in there. We see some Asians, some, some South Americans, uh, not so many Europeans because of the restrictions. And I want to talk about that a moment, too. And um, we also have, because the Super Bowl is coming up, within five days of this, um, not five days, so today's the first, so it's going to be the sixth or seventh is the Super Bowl. The f- a week later, the next Sunday after that, is Valentine's Day. Another time that, unless the people for Valentine's are traveling, and that'd be an excellent Valentine's Day gift, if the weather's... Uh, agrees with them to go and take people. You know, that's the traditional traditional start of our busy season. Right that. So we see a little dip. And we had a busy we had a busy Friday, a decent Saturday, and then it seems like people were leaving on Sunday to go home. So this is what we're looking at right now. So if you ever wanted a deal, it seems like there's a little like peak season. Now's the time to go, but unfortunately Wednesday it's gonna dip into the forties. Which is, why the hell do you want to go to the Keys when it's in the 40s? Now, if it's 5 degrees in Minnesota, that may not be, you know, that may be pretty good. But you don't really want, going from 5 degrees to 44 degrees is not like a fucking dream vacation. You know? So that's that. Um, I also wanted to talk about the restaurant I work at. The Catch Restaurant. If you are here in Key Largo, the Catch Restaurant and Bar... It's great for uh, seafood and non-seafood dishes. They do many different local preparations. And a lot of, uh, and if you're not a seafood eater, and a lot of fishermen don't like seafood. So they come in there and they have, we have uh, some steaks and burgers and chicken and things like that for people that aren't seafood. But they have, for seafood, they have great local mahi, hogfish, um, whole yellowtail whole fried yellowtail, which is a Cuban specialty. And we have happy hour from 3.30 to 6.30 with special cocktail prices and beer prices and wine prices and the um, reduced uh, food prices for happy hour specials. And on Saturdays, we have live entertainment. So come to the Catch Restaurant. It's on the mile marker 102 in Key Largo. you got to follow the mile markers, and we're on the ocean side. Come see us sometime, and when you do come in, make sure you say that the Keys bartender sent you, and uh, maybe they won't kick you out. No, 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 they'll treat you all right. So we're going to be dealing with, and the funny part, when Wednesday rolls around, we're going to see a hodgepodge of different types of clothing that people have. I'm going to have to go to Miami to drop off my car. Right? I'm going to get that bumper fixed. So I'm going to have to drive up there. I have some warm clothing. I have some. I have fleece. I have long, uh, long sleeve pants. I'm from the north. So I don't get 40, 44 degrees, 42 degrees. I don't get all crazy about that. I know if I put a hat on and I got my fleece on and a long sleeve shirt... I'll be okay as long as I'm moving. But there's other people, their circulation isn't so hot. They will be freezing their ass off. They're going to look like they're at base camp for uh, K2. You'll be buttoned up with parkas, hats, mittens, 
boots. Oh, you see those big ass boots. I, I mean, are your feet really get that cold? In the forty degrees, your feet get cold. I mean, I can understand flip flops. Right, when I was in college in Philadelphia, uh, it was twenty degrees, and I would wear dock siders and uh, no socks. You know, going out to you know walk. I mean, not so much walking in the snow. So. It's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. But down here it is. And, you know, some people don't even have heat in their rooms. They have just AC. If you think about it, if there's only eight days a year that the temperature drops in the low 50s, why would you concern yourself with heat? But if it does drop into the lower 40s, then for some people it becomes a problem. And if it sustains that cool weather, the really the the people that really feel it are the people on boats. They got these thin fiberglass hulls, or you know fiberglass hull, and it's surrounded by water, and the water temperature gets sixty degrees. That's refrigerated. I mean, that's as much as that as high as the temperature might might get. So if if you don't have good insulation on your boat and stuff like that, if it's your room gets your room can get easily get into the forties if you're on the water. So people that live on a boat, they feel it, and then they try to do different things. Uh, people that are in uh, marinas, they'll plug in these little portable heaters, and you know do all sorts of crazy stuff to stay warm. And that's when you have problems sometimes with that those things. You know, electronics on the water not are, aren't always unless they're incorporated. In, Maritime electronics, you know, the people plugging in different things. I've seen guys with air conditioners and uh, plugging in refrigerators and stuff like that that aren't meant for boats, but they do it there. And sometimes they have electrical problems because you only have a certain type of hookup in the marina. So recently, this past week, uh, the we had a fire in Key Largo near the center of town. And it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday morning. And the fire was in someone's house, so someone had collected a lot of firearms. And from what I understand, they couldn't fight the fire that ardently because the ammunition was starting to pop off. So people should really think about how they store their ammunition. They they got to really they got to be serious about this stuff. You can't just leave a bunch of, you know, ammunition laying out because if someone has to go in and a firefighter goes in to fight the fire in your house, you don't want them to get injured due to your your proclivities with firearms. Well, I'm going to make this one a short one since we had uh, this stormy weather. I'm going to have to take care of my dog. It's still sitting next to my feet with its head down. I'm going to have to bundle her up or something like that before I go to work because otherwise she's just going to freak out by herself. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. And if you uh, do like the show, please leave a review. I'd like to say hello to uh, all my friends out there. My friends have been listening in Key Largo, Key West, um, Bayside, Iowa, Bayview, Iowa, uh, Ohio. Um, 
in Virginia, South Carolina. I know I had uh, some uh, listeners in South Carolina, Washington, Virginia, uh, Washington, D.C., Finland, Helsinki, Finland, Taiwan, India, always India. Thank you, India. And if you ever have any questions or any requests, please send me an email at jim at keysbartender.com. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I'm starting to get slowly get the hang of these things. I think in the future, I, I might be able to produce a video. I've done some videos already, but, you know, until I get sponsors for the show, and I'm looking to, uh, I'm looking to pers- uh, procure more sponsors, uh, I'll bring on some help so we can do a visual aspect of that. And then you can get to see what I look like. I don't know if that's a good thing, if it will help me or not. But uh, I take care of myself generally. You know, I'm in the Keys, right? That's not necessarily a given when you're down here. It's not like Southern California, where people seem to be slightly concerned about how they look down here. Down here, they, it's not the first thing you hear about people in the Keys. Oh, they live in the Florida Keys? Wow, they really care about their presentation. You, that's not one of the qualities. Now, there are people here that do care about their presentation and stuff like that. My wife being one of them, and my daughter. And a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know. But it's not the first thing you think about when you the Florida Keys. Miami, maybe. You know, Miami being the center of plastic surgery and augmentation. So you see a lot of enhanced people, very beautiful enhanced people. And I say hello to them, too. And I say hello to everyone. Not everyone is beautiful, right? But uh, I'd like to thank you for listening. And we'll be back uh, tomorrow of an episode. Until then, take care. Stay dry. Stay warm up in north, uh, northeast. I know a little south of New York, uh, you might be getting 12 to 24 inches of snow coming in. And those storms, once they come around and stuff like that, that ain't no joke. That ain't no joke. It's, um, you're akin to getting a hurricane, having high winds and all that stuff. Well, stay warm, stay dry, and uh, I'll come uh, back and see you tomorrow. Bye.